Welcome back to another episode of Ales with Aslan, your weekly therapy session for those who sell for a living and those who help those who sell for a living. And Mark is back again this week because we kind of left them hanging at the end of last week. I mean, we, we had a great conversation around prospecting and cold calling and some of the things that are challenging, but we never got to what do you do if they say no? And so that's where we're going to start this week with Mr. Mark Lampson. But first, we, we, we ran out of bourbon. We ran out of bourbon, so we had to stop. By the way, your new microphone is amazing. You sound well, thank you. fabulous. Thank you. Really good. Like very white good. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to do some voice work, I think. Okay. All right. Well, but um, first, you know, the name of the show is Ales with Aslan. And so what do you have that's frosty, cold, and refreshing in front of you? I have a leftover. Is that oh, fair? It's fair. Totally. It's a uh, leftover, you know, boats this time of year. Stuff yeah. starts coming out. Yeah. Heineken. Oh. little green can we all know what heineken is yep. probably been on the show before five yep. percent abv didn't they have an ad campaign about you grab my heine and i'll break your arm sort of thing or something i, I is there a rating system for podcasts i thought we were trying to be in the business helpful sort of no, section we are but there's always a dark side and i brought us there apologize do you have any uh statistics on it in terms of um it's oh. well I, I know it opens it opens but like a can and it drinks like a can, like like a Heine. Uh, what's your, what's your what do you want to know? I don't know. ABV five percent said that already. First rule of sales is listen. Five percent. I don't do that. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, do you have any IBUs in that puppy? You know, I do. I don't know what those things really are. Um, they're uh, is that like ibuprofen? How much ibuprofen you can? It's actually much, nothing. Because you're not supposed like to that. eat ibuprofen. Take it with with alcohol. So. Oh really? Because your liver. It's how many ibuprofens you can take for a 12-pack. No, nope. that's really it is? not anything about ibuprofen. It is about the international bitterness units in a beer. So I'll give you an example. Like a, like a, a, a Bud Light will have about seven IBUs. What do you have there? 23. Okay. I'm going to knock you out of the park with what I'm bringing here because I'm bringing switchback IPA. I was on Okemo Mountain this weekend, and uh, we had taken the chairlift up, and at the top, they had a little beer stand. I got a switchback IPA and fell in love. So when I came home, I got some more. 5.9% ABV and 74 IBUs. We're dealing with a lot of bitterness. Nice. Congratulations. That knocks the socks off of my tail. <laughs> I got to love Brian Regan. Mmm. That is delightful. All right. Are those ibuprofen you're popping? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, this is good. This is good. So let's, let's give the people what they want. And that is the answer to the question, what happens when I'm prospecting and I've gone through my 1033 and they say no somewhere in there. What would I possibly have as a toolkit to rectify that situation? I'd just hang up and pretend it didn't happen. <clears throat> And go to the brown water. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's what people are here to listen to. But if that's, you know, your final answer, we'll get a different guest. <laughs> you're out of guests. I'm your last, I'm your last option. I think you're right. You've been through all your guests. Mm -hmm. Yeah, last week we talked about, uh, you know, is cold calling dead? No, it's not. The cold cold, like out of a phone book is dead. But we still call people who aren't expecting our call that's who we're talking to so if you didn't listen last week fine go, go listen, listen to it. 
Yeah. Or uh, if not, it's just we said, hey, you know, you need to call people and be prepared. We talked about kind of the 1033 introduction, 10 seconds to make some kind of reference and engage question of did you read the article or did they tell you I'd be calling? And then we have a position, our other centered position. We drop the rope and say, not sure if this is relevant, not sure if this is in your priority list. And then permission. Could I ask you a few questions? And that's an important question. Can I ask you a few questions to see if we can help? Uh, my favorite is, you know, I'm not sure this is a priority, but can I ask you a few questions to see if this is maybe worth a discussion at some point? Because remember, they just picked up the phone. They're not expecting your call. They may have physical time on the calendar, but they don't really have mental capacity for a conversation on this topic right now, potentially. Uh, and if it's top of mind, great. But if it's not, we're really just trying to get to the point. The goal of our introduction is to get them to commit to discovery, to commit to answering a few questions to see if maybe at some point this is a topic where we set a meeting, we have some real thorough discovery, we figure out what's going on and see if we can help. So that's what we're trying to get to. No more, no less. We're not trying to see if they're interested. We're not trying to see if they have any projects going on that we can help with. Right. right. Uh, you know, are you, you know, are you writing these questions down? Are you prepared? You're obviously prepared with what you need to get to know about them, right? Yeah, I think you need three or four. I mean, you know, if you've, if you're an Aslanite, you have your discovery roadmap, That's right. which talks about their profile and, you know, the P's of their plans and the problems and the pitfalls and the players. But at a minimum, you should have a couple of open questions that connects to you know, what you want to talk about. But to get there, we have to ask permission. We don't have to ask permission. We can barge through without permission. But if you're doing something with someone without their permission, you're asking them questions without their permission, you, two things will happen. You're going to get bad answers. Right. You're going to get short answers, just basic information. And your question allowance will be very short. Right. You know what question allowance is, right? Absolutely. We just wrote a blog on it recently. It's how many you get to ask before earn. they say, well, you know, hey, appreciate you calling. I kind of got to go. So. That permission question slows everything down, gets them to be on board, answer more openly, fully, completely, and it gives you a few more questions. And so when you ask and you give a good 1033 introduction, 1033, and you say, could I ask you a few questions? They say, sure. Great. We are talking today when they don't say sure. When they say no, they actually don't say no. Right. Scott, you've made a lot of cold calls in your Absolutely. life. Absolutely. What have they? Uh, what do they say to you? Uh, can you send me some information? I'll mm -hmm. read that. Never, and I'll get back to you. Never, is essentially what they say. Um, what else might they say? Um, you really should probably talk to Jerry. Jerry handles that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you have Jerry's number? No, no, I, I don't know Jerry actually. Yeah. <laughs> he left a couple years ago. <laughs> he's, he's in the basement with his red stapler. I don't remember what his name Norman. I forget what that guy's name is. <laughs> uh, yeah. Or they say, I don't have time. Yeah. They, they say, I'm busy. I'm busy because I know I just picked up the phone eight seconds ago, but in the last eight seconds, my schedule just got packed. Really packed. My secretary just fills it up. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. 
It's true. We call we we call those false objections. Mm-hmm. So there's false objections. What are the false objections? The common ones I hear is send me information. Uh, I don't have time. I'm busy. Uh, yep. Talk to somebody else. They refer you down the organization. Uh, they say we're all set. You know, we don't have a need. We don't have a need for that. Uh, or they say, uh, you know, we already work with your competitor and we're, we're happy with them. We're not mm-hmm. interested in changing. We call those false objections. <clears throat> there are real objections in sales after they've, after you've asked them questions and you make a recommendation, they respond and you go back and forth and talk about, you know, how and why you are or aren't a fit. Those are real sales objections and they deserve a thorough review, response, conversation. We talk about those things. We call these, we call these in the first 30 seconds of your relationship, false objections, because there's, there's nothing real to object to. They're objecting to a sales call. They're objecting to you and the fact that I just don't feel like I want to talk to you right now. And uh, so they say stuff that's designed to make you go away and not come back. And you're right, Scott. They are not going to read the information that you send them. They do have a couple of minutes, usually. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they thought you were somebody else. Sometimes they pick up the phone one minute before the meeting or in a meeting, or it could be something else. Uh, But in general, and then when they say, you know, well, we already work with somebody. So does that mean that if you choose a vendor, you never change the vendor in your entire life, right? That's what that means. It sounds like you're going to take them to court, though. Uh, well, I wouldn't say that. Okay. I wouldn't say that. Just I'm just saying, I, no. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't say these things. I'm saying they're saying these yeah. things and what I'm explaining is they're false. Yes. Gotcha. They're false objections. So true. So how you deal with a false objection is very different. How you deal with a real objection. Yep. We're going to provide you a little cheat cheat word here for you to write down called adapt or adapt or whatever the right enunciation of those syllables are. Wow. That your, uh, your mouth. yeah, well, you're, um, you're, yeah, so when someone says I'm busy, we have to give them an adapt response. What's an adapt response looks like? Well, it's, it's a D A P T. Exactly. Uh, adapt. and it's, it starts with, uh, we go back and forth on the first word, but it's a, and it's either agree or acknowledge their, their, what their false objection is. So when they say, when they say, can you send me some information? Let's back up. Let's back up and be clear on this. The goal is to get to discovery. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying we should never send information. I'm saying that if you send information right now, without any I have content. no idea. I, I have no idea what you're sending. I mean, I have no idea what you, you can send your whole brochure. Hey, if I yeah. send you my entire brochure of everything we do, you'll look through <laughs> it. No. Here's our catalog. Yeah. <laughs> so we need to know something. And I'm not saying we don't send information at some point during the sales process. We're all virtual now. So, so we kind of need information from marketing. We need some of that information they can look at and review and not just get it in a sales presentation. So I want to send it. I just don't want to send it right this second. Yeah. So when they say send me information, our first response is the A, agree or acknowledge. And we say, sure, no problem. And when they hear that instantly... What happens? I think they relax a little bit. Their 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 back is not up as much That's as it right. might have been. Yeah. They're like, great, right there, because it, traditionally you were you were picking this up as I was going through the false objection. Our, our our options really are is to fight or to flee. Yeah, we could we could we could fight that and say, sure, really, you don't have time. You know, uh, well, why do so you pick up the phone if you don't have time? Yeah, yeah. 
you know, or we could, we could do the, we could do the reversal. I think that's taught in some movies. You know, we could say, well, if you bought my product, you would have more time that you don't have today. I'm actually going to save you time or save you money or whatever. Or the Tommy yeah. boy. Okie dokie. Yeah. Yeah. The that's flea. the plea. Yeah. That's the plea. Yeah. Sure. Are you not busy? Great. Would it be okay if I called you next week? Yeah, that'd be knock your socks off. Call yeah. me next week and I'm I can sure promise you I'm not going to answer the number I see on my phone right now. <laughs> yeah, I asked sales reps. So, so what happened? Yeah, they, they uh, said it was okay if I followed up. Great. Congratulations. Here's three bucks and take that and three bucks and get yourself some coffee. Yeah. So we can't fight. If we flee, we'll go away. So it's ADAPT. ADAPT is agree and then, and then our D, right? You know these other words, drop the rope. And then we address the false objection. That's the most important part. So we agree. It says, got it. No problem. They relax. We drop the rope and address the false objection. Meaning what? Well, first of all, it's always their choice. But what we, what we have to do, I'm not sure how to, how to make this simple on a podcast, but we just gave an introduction. We just gave a 1033 introduction with a position. We said, well, you know, pick your bet. You know, we think that what we do might be helpful. We see others in your area. I'd like to ask you a few questions about it. Whatever you said didn't work. Let's just make that clear. You said something, you had an idea for why you should talk. They say, no, thank you. They don't say, no, thank you. They say, I'm busy. Mm-hmm. Send me information. Mm-hmm. The last thing you want to do is say the same position right. again, yeah. louder or stronger or, you know, give some statistics or some logic or. I strenuously object with your decision. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think it's going to work. So, so get comfortable with knowing how do we address each of those false objections? Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about that because this is the key. When they say, send me information. And we say, no problem. I'd be happy to. We drop the rope and say, I'm not even sure if, you know, the information I have is relevant. And so here's our addressing the false objection. It's our new, we have a new reason to talk. It's mm-hmm. not about the position I just gave you. The new reason to talk, because you don't want to talk to me, is just to make sure I send you the right information. Could I ask you a few questions? There's our P, our permission, mm-hmm. yep. and our T I'll be tacked that on at the end because it spells a word, but it means three minutes. We're getting permission to a three-minute discovery meeting. Acknowledge, drop the rope, address the false objection, right? We have a new reason for talking based on your objection. P is permission to a T three-minute discovery meeting. So the key is to knowing for each false objection, and this is, we, we don't teach scripts, and because if you're reading the script, it sounds like you're reading a script. And if you're, it sounds sure. like you're reading a script that hurts your credibility, unless you're living a certain zip code in LA and you're really good, then you should go out there. Cause that pays better than sales for the most part. If you can read scripts <laughs> and make movies. Very true. Otherwise uh, it's not a script, but, it, but these for sure are some words you can use. And it's about just, it's just about having a natural response. Don't be pause and change your pitch and pace and, get nervous. So how do we address the false objection with send me information? We say just to make sure I send you the right information. So what does that sound like? It sounds like, 
et cetera, et cetera. Could I ask you a few questions? And the person says, well, why don't you just send me some information and I'll look it over. And we say, no problem. I'd be happy to do that. I'm not even sure if it's relevant, you know, but can I ask you a few questions so I can send you the information that would be most useful to you so you don't spend a lot of time? Would that be okay? That's our ADAP response. Yeah. We end again with permission for a new reason for talking and maybe, just maybe, maybe, just maybe, we'll get a yes. Right. What I find uh, half of the time, mm-hmm. realistically, set your expectations, half the time they say, go ahead. Yeah. You want, would you like to hear what that sounds like? I've got a call from the past. It's old. It's a little staticky. Oh, I like have, this. We don't really bring a lot of extra technology I know, into this show. You know, it's, Are you going to really play something? I like it's this. a virtual world and all yeah. this stuff and yeah. all these things, and we're going high tech. Names so, off uh, to protect the innocent, I assume. It's, 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 it's anonymized. Is that the right okay. word? Okay, I think so. Uh, it's one minute long. It's a little staticky. Uh, what, it's a chemical company selling chemicals, glycolic okay. acid. Don't worry about it. Just listen to his introduction. You. Listen to his introduction. Okay. Listen to the false objection slash objections, hint, hint, mm-hmm. and the ADAPT response and what happens. All right. Here we, here we go. <laughs> This is BJ. Can I help you? Hi, BJ. This is Ryan Dorn calling you back from... Yes. Uh, so I looked into the pricing for the SoulQuest, and it is a delivered price. Okay. Um, so there will be no freight on that. All right. Very good. So I, I was looking at your account. What kind of projects are you guys working on right now? We make electroplating additives. Electroplating additives. Okay. Uh, do mm-hmm. you use any glycolic acid at all? Yes, we do. Oh, you do? Mm-hmm. Um, we've actually recently partnered with DuPont uh, to offer their glycolic acid. And um, I, I was wondering if we could discuss that. Do you have a minute? Not right now, no. <laughs> uh, okay. No, I'm, I'm up to my butt in alligators here right now. Uh, why don't you send me a price over the email and a spec sheet on it, and let me go from there. How's that? Sure, I, I could definitely do that. Uh, just make sure I send like the right price for the right quantity. Um, would you mind just uh, me asking a couple questions about your usage just really quick? Go ahead. Um, what happened? Wow. What happened? She still sounded a little irritated, but she was like, yeah, oh, go ahead. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We, we do not have, yeah, we want her to be, you know, we want her to like us, but we want her to talk to us more. More than we want her to like us, yeah. And uh, the, the deal is, right, we have an introduction. We have an idea. Yeah. And she doesn't like the idea. Now, I don't exactly know the technical address for the false objection to up to my button alligators. <laughs> I'm not really sure what that is. Well, I think she changed the word. There was no alliteration with the butt instead of the, well. Yeah. So, yeah. so but, but she ended with just send me a quote. Yeah. Just send me like the, the spec sheet or, or whatever she yeah. said, send me information. And for sellers, the question you should ask yourself, well, why shouldn't we do that? Because, because unless you're the 8.2% of companies that have your model as being a price leader and you win on price, you're not going to be cheapest. You're not going to be win her on price. There's no reason to change what she's doing unless you talk to her. And if you talk to her, you'll realize, jump ahead, that they do 
they, they use glycolic acid for things that are regulated by the FB, FDA. They do recalls and occasion they need something that's sourced in a different place than China. And they offer different sources from China and it costs more money, but here's how they track it and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. Bottom line is none of that is going to come out unless we have discovery. So was it a textbook ADAPT response? I mean, a textbook no. is like, just to make sh sure yeah. I can do that. There's your acknowledge just to make sure I like send you the right price and like the right quantity. So mm -hmm. I'm not sure if it is even English. <laughs> but I just asked you a few questions about your usage. Yeah. And she said, go ahead. This is selling people. This is the difference between talking to her and not talking to her and eventually making a sale to that company. So helpful. So, and I love, I love having a real life example because you know what? He, he proved it was a little clunky, but you know, he did it and, and you can learn to do this. This is just a, a building a habit, just like going to the gym. You just got to build these mm -hmm. habits into your repertoire. And so, you know, it gets more natural and more and flows better over time, but you yeah. just got to take a step off the ledge and try it the first couple of times. And it's going to well, you have weird. to have a specific, you, you know, you have, let's, let's just close out on this. You have to have a specific way to address the false objection. Mm -hmm. If someone says, send me information or someone says I'm busy, uh, or someone says, we're happy with somebody, mm -hmm. we're not, we don't have any money, or, you know, or someone says, we're happy, we're not looking for any change, I'm busy, I don't want to talk, then we use the same send me information response. So when she says send me info, we say, no problem, just to make sure I send you the right information, can I ask you a couple questions? If they say I'm busy, pay attention, this is, this is tricky here. This is, this right. Rocket is, science about yeah. to happen. We say... No problem. If you're busy, I'll send you some information. Would that be okay? To which they say 99% of the time, sure. sure. Absolutely. Go ahead. And then we say, just to make sure I send you the right information, I, I say like, hey, we have a lot of information. I don't want to send you a bunch of stuff that's, that's I mean, I talk in real English. I mean, I don't, I don't use these scripts, right? Just to make sure I send you what's relevant so you're not looking through all this stuff. Can I just ask you a couple quick questions to tailor it to you? And now we're back to the 50-50. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I love it. So we try to go back to information. If they say, you know, we don't have a budget. If they say we work with somebody else, we're not going to change. Uh, our, our best option there to address is talk about the future. Say, great. No problem. If you're not looking to change, I'm not going to ask you to change. I'm not going to consider it. Uh, you know, we're always changing what we do. I know your business is changing. Could I ask you a couple of questions right now to see if, to see if, sometime in the future, it might make sense to reconnect. What they're hearing in all these is we're not going to have a sales conversation now. I don't want to be sold. Right. We ask, they say yes. They say no. Then we say, thanks for your time. And we know when to say no. But if they say yes, then we go back to the couple questions we had. We say start talking and we either find a reason to connect, find a reason to follow up, find something that they, and I can tell you, multiple, multiple, multiple times. I've had someone said, we actually, actually had a client that we have today. I called her Now we sell sales training. So we're selling what we're doing, right? We're always doing a demo of what we sell. Yeah. I called her, she answered the phone. She says, it was a Friday afternoon. She says, I'm sorry, I gotta go. I don't have time. And I said, no problem. I said something a little different. I said, be happy to, I said, be happy to call you back next week. I said, be, before I do, I'm not even sure if that meeting makes sense. I'm not even sure if putting it on your calendar makes sense before I even ask you for time. Guys, ask you a couple of quick questions. Didn't say anything. And then she said, she said, that was really good. 
I said, what was good? She said, I'm calling you. She's like, I was following up on a lead. That's right. I was following up on a lead. So mm -hmm. it's a little easier, but she wasn't expecting my call. And she said, uh, that's our biggest objection as sellers. And she says, I've sent notes to companies to call me back. And I've given that response to everybody who's called me. And they both said, okay, and tried to schedule another time, which may or may not work. She said, I have time. I'm just using that as my real objection. She says, and that's actually really effective. She says, I want to talk to you. And we did business with them. <laughs> that's great. That's great. So you got to be sincere. Remember, it's other-centered. It's not a yeah. trick. It's not a technique. Uh, it's yeah. you're trying to differentiate yourself from the fold to get to discovery, to try to serve them, to see if we can help. And if we can, great. And if we can't, that's okay. And hey, yeah, I can say, always recognizing response. you may not, you may not be able to help them. That's and, all right. <clears throat> that takes all the stress and, and tension out of the line. And, uh, it works, people. So, very good. All right. Any closing comments? That's a great two-part podcast, I think. Really super helpful for uh, our listening audience. But uh, we'll let them be the judge of that, right? They can drop comments. Yeah. All right, you guys, get out there and share this podcast. Like it, subscribe to it, and get it around. I do see our subscription numbers are climbing, and our audience is growing, and that's awesome. And so, we just let us know what you want to hear about. Drop some comments to us. Send us... Uh, information either on email or in the comment sections of your social media platforms. We just want to know what's working. And we will talk to you in another week on Ales with Asley.